Gemara Yoma, Daf Tetzayin. A sechel has been dedicated anonymously for for couples that are trying to have children. It should be zocher. Amen. Amen. So we're in on Tetzayin Amud Rishon. We could actually start uh, one line back from where we ended yesterday. One, two, three, four, five. Amar Abhuna, Mantana Midot. Who's the author of Mishnayot uh, Midot? Rabbi Ezel ben Yaakov. We said that um, although this is really not a Yoma issue, now we jumped into Masikat Midot for a minute, but uh, we said that there's a connection because if you remember, we were doing similar uh, concept when we were attributing the author of either the Masikat Tamid or Masikat Yoma to the Bishimon. Ish Mitzodah, Mitzpah. So, therefore, similarly, we're, and we figured out proofs, you know, how we can be the author. So, we're doing the same thing over here by Rabbi Ezebel Yaakov. We're trying to prove that he must be the author of Masechet uh, Midot. Uh, now, the Gemara is going to bring some proofs to that. Ditnan. Ezrat Nashim Aita Orech Mea. So you have the Azat Nashim, which was 135 Amma by 135 Amma. That's the length and width. And there was four uh, chambers that were located in the four corners of the Azara. What was their functions? The southeast chamber. And what did they do in the Shkat HaNezidim? One of the services that they have to do on the day uh, that the Nezidim is over, they have to bring a Korban Shalamim. They cook it and make a fire. They cook the Shalamim. And they cut the hair on that day. And they burn the hair under the pot that they are cooking the so all that happened in Lishkat and Nizirim. Mizrahit Sifunit in the northeast corner. He Aital Lishkat Ha'etzim. So that was where they would store the wood for the fuel of the uh, fire for the Mizbeah. Shesham Kohanim Ba'alim Mumin Omdim Umatli'in Ba'etzim. So a Kohen that had a Ba'al Mum wasn't able to serve Avodah. Their job was to examine the wood. What are you examining the wood for? For worms. Cannot have a, a, a worm in a wood to use on the Mizbeah. So they would check the wood. The reason why you can't have a worm on the Mizbeah, Pashut, Asut, it's a can't put it on the Mizbeah Hashem. Or it's just Ma'us, Islam, to put a, on Shulchan Gavoah, to put something uh, that is Ma'us uh, like that. Therefore, it renders the wood disqualified. It would, it would be like a ba'al moom in a wood. Like there's a ba'al moom in a korban, so that would be considered like a moom in a piece of wood over there. And therefore, their job was to, uh, to check the pieces of wood. If it was a dry piece of wood, they would actually shave it down, take the, take the worm out and use it. If it was moist, they would just get rid of the wood because you can't, you can't fix it. Sefunit Ma'arabit, in the northwest chamber, he aital lishkatam tzoraim. Tzoraim, they would have to come on their final day and uh, one of the things that, besides bringing the korbanot, they have to sprinkle the blood and put the sprinkle on their right thumb, their right big toe, 
and Tanuch Ozen, and the ear, and they would have to go to the Mikveh. There was a Mikveh in that room. Even though they went to the Mikveh the night before, when they come the next day, they have to go to the Mikveh again. And uh, in that room, there was a special Mikveh for the Mitzurah. Even they would stand there, and they would stick their hand in the Azara, and that's where they would get the... Uh, the sprinkling on, so that was the, the shkata mitzoda'im. Finally, you have ma'aravit diromit. Now, keep in mind, this is mishnayot in midot. Um, so, what does it say? Amarabili ezer ben Yaakov. So, the ezer ben Yaakov is talking. What does it say? I forget uh, what its function was. And the mishnah then quotes a different That's where they used to store the. Wine and the oil. Vehi aitan niklit lishkat bet shemanya. Was called the uh, the chamber of the uh, of the oil. But again, what do you see from over here? We see that mishnayot midot. And who's quoting over here? Rabbi the Ezer ben Yaakov. So you see what that stam mishnah and midot is following the shita of Rabbi the Ezer ben Yaakov. So that's a proof that they're showing you that. Um, uh, Rabbi the Ezra Yaakov is the uh, is the Tana of uh, of, of Bidu, when you don't see his name. <coughs> how is that a proof? The fact that it says his name at the end, that he said something. How do we know that? You, that you, makes you, him know, you know from the other from the other from the other, not from this Mishnah. This Mishnah you just know is clearly Rabbi the Ezra Yaakov because it says his name. But uh, by quoting uh, this statement, the Mishnah implies that to this point, it's all Rabbi Ezra Yaakov. This is all Rabbi Ezra. This is Mishnah before that. So, until this point, everything that's been said was to be Yaakov. Okay. This is all to be Yaakov. He's the author of everything that was said until this point. Uh, that's what she says, by the way. Let's read that she now and all this over here. Start from Haita uh, Orech. That's the Nazir. He takes his hair on the day that he cuts it and throws it under the cauldron where they're burning the, where they're cooking the shalamim. Very good. Even though he went to the mikveh the night before the mitzvah, he goes again in the day. In that room, there's a mikveh, and he sticks his hand in to the azara from that point, and they put it on his bohan, uh, bohan yada. Amar Bi'el Yezeb Ben Yaakov sounds like it's the whole thing is the Bi'el Yezeb Ben Yaakov. That's the proof that they're showing that Masech Midot is Bi'el Yezeb Ben Yaakov. Now the Gemara brings more proofs. Again, now we're on a tangent now, we're on a total tangent. How do you know that Masech Midot is the Bi'el Yezeb Ben Yaakov? Hachet Amin Mestabrat, the Bi'el Yezeb Ben Yaakov. Ditnam. So now we're going to go to some, some uh, construction uh, uh, figures regarding the walls of the Bet HaMikdash. The walls around the structure of the, of the Temple Mount were very tall. Except for the eastern wall of the uh, Temple Mount. That would uh, burn. That was done actually... Now, he has to sprinkle the blood of the para Adam, has to make a haza'ah. And that haza'ah, the Torah says, it has to be petach or el mo'ed, when there's a mishkan. When there's no mishkan, it has to be that she, he has to have sight of the hechal. So here's the challenge that we have discussed in today's sugya. He's at har 
all the gates in the Beit HaMikdash going from east to west are connected each other. So therefore, you could, draw, you could take a string right across straight without having to move it. You go right from beginning uh, east to west from the end of the uh, Beit HaMikdash from one end to the other end. Issue is now, the queen has got to see the Hecham. He's got to have sight of the Hecham from Hanamishha. Now, the challenge that we have over here is based on the construction of the Beit HaMikdash and keep, keep uh, uh, the fact that the Beit HaMikdash sloped. There was an incline that went up, right? Grade uh, zero on the Harabite, let's say, and as you move up, so by the time you get to the Echal, it's possibly like 20 amma higher than the Harabite. All the doors, however, are lined up properly. So we have to just figure out how it's possible for the Kohen, where he's standing on Harazetim, doing Paradban. He has to see, he has to have sight of the line of sight to the Hechal. Either he'll be able to see it because the eastern wall was low. So therefore, if it's low, he'll be able to look over the wall, peer, peer over the wall, and then go see through the, uh, uh, um, the, the gates and be able to see the Hechal. Or he'll be able to actually look in the gate itself. That's going to be the mahlokar over here. If you hold that the grade went uh, high, so therefore looking through the uh, gates themselves is not going to give you sight. So you have to look, you have to say the wall was a little lower, so you can look over the wall so it's able to see. But if you say the grade was a little lower, so therefore you'll see that you'll be able to look through the gate itself. So I don't care how tall the wall is. So long as the gate is uh, 20 amma, which the gate's actually 20 amma, and you look through, you'll be able to see that's all subject over here. And we're going to show you that Abili Ezeb and Yaakov is the one that said that the grade of the, of the Beit HaMikdash actually was an extra amah high, more than Tanakama said. And as a result of that, if you look through the gate, you're not going to be able to have, to have sight of uh, vision of the Hechal because it's still higher. So therefore he has to say that the eastern wall was a little lower, so he looked over it. That's the whole sugya. It's also yeah that Abidi Ez is the one that says the eastern wall was the lower, so he could see over it. And now we're going to get through the technical part of it to see exactly how the Beit Hamikdash slope. Utnan. So here it is. All the gates that were there in the Beit Hamikdash on the Temple Mount Govan, Esrim Amav Rahman Eser Amor. And that was standard size of a of a wall of, of a petah, twenty amah high and ten amah wide. Now. The walls can be higher than that. The walls can be go above the 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 the, 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 the petahim. They can be wall above the petahim, but the petahim themselves were twenty amma high by ten amma wide. Utnan. So now we're going to start from the Harabayit, which is the, the eastern wall. Which, by the way, the Kotel Ma'arabi that we have today is is from that outer wall of the compound of the Beit Hamikdash, which was I think five hundred amma by five hundred amma. The western wall is the only wall remaining from that outer wall of the Beit HaMikdash. In any event, it says that the eastern wall, not the western wall that we're talking about, the eastern wall, east-west of the Beit HaMikdash, so it says, Utnan, Lifnim Mimenu, inside me, going east to west, is the Soreg. That's the next uh, item. It's the Soreg, actually was, uh, she calls it a lattice. It was uh, like a, uh, a wall, um, you know, with the with holes in it over there. And uh, the Sodeg's purpose was... That, exactly, that's where the Guim were able to go up until... If you remember, we learned that that's the wall that the Yevanim pierced when, uh, during Mahutu. Right. It was Ufar Suhamot Migdalai. 
It says they made the 13 breaches in the Soreg. That was the area that the Goyim were able to go into. So that was that wall over there. Right, Lifnimimeno, again, east-west, you have the Soreg. Utnan, and it says, Lifnimimeno, Achel, Eset Amor. The next area you have is called the, uh, the Hel. Hel is like a, a courtyard of some sort, or an open area, and there was 10 Amor. Ushtem Esre Ma'alot Hayusham, and there were 12 steps in that area. Vrum Ma'ala Chatsi Amah, Vishilcha Chatsi Amah. So the rule with steps over here in the Beit HaMikdash is that each step is a half an amah on the, on the slope. So therefore, if you have six, if you have 12 steps, it's going to give you an incline of six. six amah. So therefore, if you want to look at, um, we have some nice uh, pictures over here. Yeah, uh, you know what, let's read it first, and then we'll look at the picture, and we'll see how everything fits into the Gemara. Hamesh Yisrael Ma'alot Olot Metuchad, and you have 15 steps. Uh, the next thing after the Chel is the Ezrat Nashim, and you have 15 steps over there. Hayordot Me'ezrat Israel, the Ezrat Nashim. The 15 steps that descended from the Ezrat Israel to the Ezrat Nashim. So it's 15 steps. That's another grade of incline of seven and a half. Ama, 15 steps. Rumu Ma'ala Hatsi Ama, Hatsi Ama, same thing, the half of Ama. So therefore, the Ezrat Israel is seven and a half amah higher than the Ezrat Nashim, but add the six amah that we already had from the Hel. So therefore, it's 13 and a half amah higher from the Harabayat. So again, so at this point over here, the grade from Harabayat moving up. Look how we're doing here. We're going Harabayat, we're going to the Soreg, we're going to the Hel, we're going to. Ezrat Nashim, Ezrat Israel. So by the time we hear it, Ezrat Israel, you're 13 and a half amah higher than the Harabayat's ground. So far, so good? Beautiful. Now, that's Utnan. Let's go a little further. Ben Ha'olam Vila Mizbayah, Esrim Vishtayim Amah. Okay, between the, the courtyard and the, uh, or the Ulam, called the antechamber, and the Mizbayah. So you had a space, this is talking about a space of 22 Amah, just open space of 22 Amah. Now, Ushtem Esrem Ma'alot Hayusham. And there was 12 steps leading into that Ulam. Rum Ma'ala Hatsi Amah, Vishilcha Hatsi Amah, which basically is going to add another 6 Amah in height, uh, in incline. So basically, once you get to the Ulam, you're 19 and a half higher Amah than the Harabayat. Okay? Utnan. Now, now, let's stop it there for a second. If, if it's 19 and a half, that's where the ulam is, and that's where we got to see if you're doing the para aduma. Para aduma has got to see into that, that, that spot over there. Now, that, that 19 and a half, according to Tanakama, is key. Because, because we said that the Harabayat's gate was 20, was 20 amah. So therefore, you could look through into the gate itself and you'll have a, 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 a line of sight into the, into the echal. The top half of Amah. Exactly. The top Amah of the Harabayat will have a vision to the floor. The floor, the bottom half of the ulam. Right. Right? So if you're looking from the top, the 20 Amah point, the top, top of the... Uh, right? So you look across, you'll be able to see because this is 19 and a half. Right? That's all you have to see. This much. Big deal. Half amma, which is fine enough. 
So according to that opinion, you didn't need to lower the wall, the eastern wall. You could just stand on Hadamishcha and just look at the gates. The gates were lined up, and you'll see. But from the floor, from the floor, the floor was 19 and a half higher than Harabayit. The floor of Harabayit. Exactly. Okay, and therefore... If the, if the Harabayit was, so the Harabayit going up. was... It's going up. Right, but, the, but I'm saying the Harabayit was 19 and a half lower. So then the wall where the Harabayit was, it was the top of the wall... I don't care how high the wall went. You could look into the, into the gate itself, to the doorway. Right. You could look through the doorway itself. I don't have to look over a wall. In the doorway itself, there's a line of sight straight across to the Ekka. That's right. So the top half of Amma... That, that half of Amma, straight, you could be... straight, you'll hit the bottom That's of the right. floor of the Hekha. That's right. right. Exactly. Exactly. If you go straight, you'll hit the bottom of the floor of the Echa. Exactly. Which is enough. I don't have to see the whole thing. I don't have to see... Uh, this, is, this is also going on the assumption that Haramishha is at the same level as the gate, meaning there's no incline after that. But you have to see through the door. Right at that you have to see through the door. Straight. Right. So as long as you can see straight through the door, point well taken, since they have a half a ama difference... So therefore, you're still yeah. able to see straight through. So I don't care how high the wall was. Let the wall go all the way up, according to Tanakama. As long as I can see through the gate, I'm going to have a line of sight. So if you look at this uh, picture over here, it actually uh, makes, it, uh, makes it very nice. You see, this, is, this, this picture over here is Tanakama. Right? This is the rabbis. So you see, basically, we're starting from the eastern world. This is, this is how to buy it. So this is the, the top. This is the top twenty amma, top of the gate of Harabayit. So go straight across. Now, of course, as you go straight across, less and less space. Less and less space because it's the incline is moving up. So by the time you get to the the ulam where you need it, you're nineteen and a half. Okay, so you get a half amma, you can get to the hekal. You're seeing the bottom. Uh, I'm seeing the bottom uh, floor of the hekal. I don't have to see. I don't have to see, I don't have to see whatever. See the bottom foot of the hekal. That's all I have to see. So therefore. I don't okay. care how long this eastern wall is. Let it be very high. Right. Let this go all the way up to the Shabbat. It doesn't Somewhere bother me. As long as I can see. It's weird. That's Tanakama, by the way. It's, that's the, the banan. The B Eliezer continue for a second. Utnan. And here's where we, where we see that the B Eliezer is the rabbi of Masechet Bidot. The B Eliezer ben Yaakov Omer, Ma'ala Haita Sham. There was an additional step between the courtyard. Uh, and the, uh, the Kohanim's courtyard, Zat Israel and Zat Kohanim, the Gavoa Amma. So he adds an additional Amma. So by the time you get to the Echad and Abilia Ezez picture, it's 20 and a half. You're stuck at that point. Because once it's 20 and a half, no matter where you look from in the Petah of the Harabayit, you're blocked. You're half off. You're too late. So, so what do you have to do? He made the eastern wall he believed was lower. So when you stood on Haram Mishra, you could look above the wall and then see and pierce into the, into the, into, into the ulam. More than 20 more. Is he was saying? Right, that, to be, right. Yeah, yeah, well, lo, lo, lower enough that when you look over that wall, you'll be able to see the ulam. That's much, a much better view because now the whole thing's open. No, 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 no. no. Before you had to pee, you pee. I don't no, know, no. I'm just trying to envision. No, like, no, like David had said. You through. had to be appointed to be Eliezer. Uh, yeah, he's, he's still looking through the gates. Huh? He's, looking, he's just not looking through the first he's gate. He's not looking through the first gate. That's exactly correct. The first gate's not going to give you a line of sight. Over and then look into the gates. 
Subsequently, you'll get the line of sight. Yes, just from over the wall. Instead of looking over the wall. That's right. That's only the principle. First, she tell about you're looking through the gates, even the first gate of Harabaya. No. Still the gates are going to help you because you're hip amah off. I got to pipe it because it, it's 20 amah. And this is 20 and a half. So I look over and then back in. And I'm okay. Which the angle is going to be... Right, so you have to... Like, where the angle is on Hara Meshcha. Obviously the angle allowed you to... Just, just, just finish for one second. This is not Nogeya to us. But we have to finish it with this Yaakov statement. There was a platform in the Ulam. There was three steps. Shilchatsi... Hatsi ama, which is an additional uh, uh, one and a half ama, but we're not discussing that. That, that that's a separate shoot. In in the alam itself, there was a platform, but we're not discussing that platform. We're discussing the grade of the ground. And that's just a side point. So basically, according to be the ezer, and you see the, the picture over here, this is twenty and a half ama. This is already in the ulam over here, and this would be the top of the of the of the gate. Let's say of of how to buy it. So if you would go uh, straight across, you're gonna hit a uh, hit ground. You're not gonna see it. You understand over here? You're going to the top twenty. This is the this is twenty high. This this dotted line. So when you're going across, you have line of sight, line of sight. But once you, you get the to the ulam, you hit the stairs. You hit, you hit, you hit, the, hit the ground. There's an incline there, so you're not gonna be able to see it. So therefore, you look above the wall. Now, by looking above the wall, and again, I'm still going through gates. Are you going down I'm still there? going through gates. I'm still going through gates. I'm going straight across. Above the first. And above the first, exactly. Above the first wall, and then through gates again. It'll, 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 be, it'll be perfect. It goes right through, and you get to see it. So that, that, that's the way to be. And anyway, so that's the proof that what? That um, there was a statement. Let's go back. To, what, what, what do you want with all this? There was a statement in Masechet Midot that said, the eastern wall of the Bektash was lower. Stam, stam statement. It must be to be the Ezebun Yaakov because he's the opinion that said that you have to look over the wall because he had was 20 and a half. So that's another proof how we're showing you that Stam, Mishnah, and Masikat Midot is to be the Ezebun Yaakov because the Mishnah and Midot just says and the Mizrach wall was low. I don't know who's the author of that statement. Through deduction, it can't be the Banan. No reason why you'd have to make that wall low. I can just look through the the gates. But Sheikh, if you hold like the be the Ezebin Yaakov that says there was an extra amah of grade inclined in the ulam, you have no choice to say that the wall was low. Now, the, the Gemara is not convinced that the only option is to be the Ezebin Yaakov. The Gemara then comes along and says, well, first the Gemara proves its point. If we say that the Mishnah is like the Bilezer ben Yaakov, Hainu de'ikasele petcha. The peta is going to be covered by not seeing the ulam. That's why you had to say the wall was low, so you could look over the wall. Ela'i amat rabbanan. But if you say that it's, it's rabbanan, ha'ika palga de'amta de'mitchazele petcha begaveh. You have that half amah difference from the top of the gate of Harabayit to the lower part of Ulam, you'll be able to see. So therefore, proof positive, El Alab that be the Ezer ben Yaakov, he. The Gemara says, not so fast. The Gemara says, We found that we can actually say that the reason why the wall was low, the eastern wall, which is Masechet Midot, is Alibad Rabbi Yehuda. 
What did Rabbi Yehuda say? The Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda Omer. Okay, now we have a, another issue, just to outside what we're going to contend with over here. You have to have a line of sight. That assumes that nothing's blocking the opening of the Hechal. Now, there was a Mizbeah. <laughs> the Mizbeah was 32 Amah wide. Now, if you hold that that Mizbeah was right in the center of that door, so therefore it's blocking. The door of the Hechal was 10 Amah. Now, if you say that it was right in the center, so you have 10 Amah of the Mizbeah blocking the door, then you have 11 Amah on each side, overlaps as well. And therefore, uh, uh, in, the, in the ulam itself, it was 20 amah. When you passed the door, it was 20 amah. And uh, uh, the, the, the thickness of the walls themselves on the sides of the, was six. So basically, uh, you would have over here a mezbeah blocking the whole entrance, and then overlapping 11 amah, which is five amah on each side, plus the thickness of the walls, which is another six on each side. Now, if you hold like that, that the mezbeah is right in the middle, I don't care if you have line of sight through the door. What are you going to see when you have line of sight? Mizbeah. <laughs> so therefore, according to Bihudah, the reason why the wall had to be low is so you can see over the Mizbeah. Oh, over the Mizbeah. <laughs> you can see over the Mizbeah to see the, the Echal. Mizbeah, I think, was nine high. So therefore, if you, if you have a low wall, so I can look over the wall, so I can see into the Echal. I, I, I can't... Right, right, right. Look, look at the picture. Look at the picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna eat. Let me show the picture to the guys. Is that it? I'm gonna read it inside, of course. So here, if you say that, is this us here according to the Biuda? Yes. So you have the mizbeya. So you have the same, the same. Let's assume it's like the banan, the same inclines, 19 and a half amma incline like the banan, which normally would be good if you had no. Obstruction. obstruction, exactly. If you call the mizbeah an obstruction, but you have the you have the mizbeah over here. So when you're looking through the top of this gate, which according to the banan gave you full line of sight in that half amah, but you're not going to get it because your line of sight is going to hit the mizbeah. However, if you look above the wall, so you're able to look above the mizbeah. You're still going through the gates. You hit the other wall. You're still going. Where it was? You're still going. You're still going to where it was. Are you going down? Right you then. Down. Uh, you got a little. You got a little. That's all you need. Yeah. On top of the mizbeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need. Clear the mizbeah. I, I got to exactly clear the mizbeah. Okay, so nine, nine am I think. Nine am I'm sorry. So therefore, if you go across, you got it. That's me. So wait. My point is, Gemara's point is, how do you know that Midot said that you need a lower eastern wall to satisfy the Bili Ezbin Yaakov? Who held it was 20 and a half, and therefore you want to prove from there yeah, that Stam, Mishnah, Midot, Yaakov, you can say that it's the Bihudan, you were satisfying something else. He agreed with the incline of Rabbanan, but still you need a, 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 a low wall so you can look over it because you get to Mizbaya blocking, uh, blocking the situation. So that's what the Gemara says. The Bihudahi. The Tanya, the it's right smack in the middle of the Azara. Ushloshim Ushtaim Amot. And it's 32 Amot. Esen Amot connected to Petroshel Echal. 10 Amma Mamash blocking the Petroshel Echal. That, that was exactly 10 Amma. The middle 10. The middle 10. And then you have 11 on each side, right? I guess that's north south. Ahat Esre Amma. No, that's a phone. The hot is a ma ladarom, 
And therefore, you're going to have Nimsam is Beyah Mechuvan Keneged Hechal Vekotlav. Kotlav means, like I told you, in the Hechal itself, it's an additional, it's 20 Amma actually. The, wall, the thickness of the walls of the Hechal, you can see a beautiful picture here. This is the walls of the Hechal are six. So again, so you have an additional, uh, you have 10, let's say, is the door of the Hechal. And then you have an additional 10 Amma. Five on each side uh, when it comes to the Hechal itself. Plus you have thickness of walls on each side, which is six. So technically, if you wanted to count the Hechal and the thickness of the walls, it's 32 Amma from end to end. You would count exterior the thickness wall, of the wall, exterior, exterior walls, walls, plus mm-hmm. the, the space. Nonetheless, this Mizbeach, um, it's flush with the opening of the Hechal, 10 Amma. Plus you have 11 Amma, which would be the five Amma of the opening of the Hechal, plus the six Amma. Of the thickness of the walls on each side, and therefore you basically have no line of sight from looking at the peta of Arabayid according to Rabbi Yehuda. So the Gemara says, Oh, so therefore you want to conclude that Midot is the Yehuda. And that, that's not so simple either, by the way. To say that Midot is the Yehuda, you run into another uh, uh, problem over here. Why not? What's the problem over here? Isal kadatach midot Rabbi Yehuda he mizbeach beemsa azara mi mashkahatla. Do we say according uh, at least midot that the mizbeach is going to be right in the middle of the azara because that's what Rabbi Yehuda has, says. Vatena we learned in the Mishnah again perikhe in Mishnah yot midot kol haazara haita orech. So the entire Azara was 187 Amma long. Well, we saw that, that measurement before. Not one, we, we, saw, we saw the Zat Nashim, which is 135 by 135. Right, so width is the same. Yeah. But the length of these Azarot, we were talking about which Azarot here? This is the Azarat. The Azara. Okay, the Zat Israel. The Zat Kwanim. Both of them, both of them, both of them. So therefore you have 187 by 135. Now the Gemara is going to give us a nice, uh, detailed, how do we get the length of the Azara to be 187? How do you know? We're going to give the detailed step, Amma by Amma, to calculate where you got that magic number of 187. Now, north to south. North to south is 135. East to west is 187. Okay. So it says, "Al rochav shujim minam zach lemarav kemara minam zach marav mea ushmanim v'sheva." East to west, the azara is one hundred and eighty-seven. And now we discuss how we get that. Makom dirisat regle Yisrael ahad esre ama. Okay, so first you have in the beginning on the east side. That's where the Israels are able to walk. Not Kwanim. even Israels are able to walk there. That was a measurement of eleven ama. And then you have makom diri kohanim. Even though they're, let's say, balemumim or temeim, they can still walk a little further than a Yisrael is able to walk. That's an additional ahat esre amah. So what do we have so far? 22 amah. And then it says, mizbeyach shiloshim ushtayim. The mizbeyach was 32 by 32. So you have another, you have another right, 32 plus 22. 32 plus 54. Then you have, ben ve'la mizbeyach. Between the ulam and the mizbeach, there was a gap, and that was esrim ushtayim. 
76. That's 76. Vayichal itself, length, was me'a'ama. So what he won, 76. Vahatase ama, horebet ha'kapore. Then there was a space behind the Kodesh Kodashim. 11 ama behind the Kodesh Kodashim, like we know. Bingo, 176 and 11. That's how you get the length of the Azara from end to end, east to west, 187. Okay, now we got to discuss north-south. How do you get the 135? Okay. How we work that out. Okay, the ramp and the Mizbeach itself is going to be uh, 62. Actually, some overlapping over there. Right, it should be 64. Again, you have a ramp. Going to, ramp is on the south side, right? So you're going from south. You're walking up the Mizbeah, across the Mizbeah. So it should be 64, but there's overlapping of two Amah. The ramp. The ramp, the top of the ramp, exactly, where the ramp meets the Mizbeah and by the floor. So therefore, exactly. So therefore, you lose two Amah. So instead of 64, ramp and mezbeah is going to bring you to 62. Again, 62. You're walking up the ramp and across, right? So mezbeah is 32. That's 32. And then the ramp should also be uh, 32. But since two amma overlap, so the, the that's right. Uh-huh. Exactly. So the, the, the length of the incline is 32. Exactly. But since we're doing it this way, we're losing two Exactly. And therefore it's 62 instead of 64. So the Yamara says, Now, you're done. I'm on the other side of the Mizbeach now. So Remember, we learned yesterday on the north side of the Mizbeach, you had those Tabaot, the rings. That's what they used to make Shaita. They used to lock the head of the animal into these rings over here. So you had from the Mizbeah to the Tabo another eight Amma. So what do we add? Seventy? Seventy. Right? Seventy. Okay. Makoma Tabaot The place of the Tabaot itself took twenty-four Amot. I think it was twenty-four Tabaot. So it's twenty-four Amot. Each one was an Amma. Then they had the tables where they used to flay the animal after they slaughtered it. So that was from the Tabaot to the Shulchanot. There was a gap of for Amot, so what do we add? 98. 98, okay. They called them the dwarf pillars. What was over there? That's where they used to flay the animal, I'm sorry. On the tables, they used to cut the animal up, skin, skin the animal, flaying the animal, oh, skinning. Right. On the table, they used to cut it up, and then on these hooks, and then there was hooks, Nassim they would stick it on the hook, and that's the way they would flay the animal. Okay? So that's what for? So we're at 98 plus four, exactly 102. I get to the wall. We're going to the north. There's a wall there. So from the Nanasim to the wall is another eight. So therefore you're at 110. Now, now we're stuck. We're done. So therefore <laughs> we got a problem. Where's the 25 Amon? So the Gibara says, because bottom line, if you think what we just did, we went from the Kevish all the way across. So therefore, to the wall. There's nothing to go on this yeah, side. Have some space before the right. oh, no, so, right. so, now, so now we got to go back and say where we're missing the, the what is it? The twenty-five amot. Vamotar min akevish v'lakotel. Very good. From the kevish to the kotel, south, south side, and then umakom and nasim, and actually the space that the nasim occupied, we didn't uh, uh, calculate that either. So. Do we have a number on this over here? Um, we have a number. Actually, 21 is unaccounted for. So there's four that we didn't mention earlier. Right. So we're saying over here, 
Of the 135 Amot, 21 are unaccounted for as follows. The Mishnah reckons 62 Amot for the altar uh, and ramp, 8 Amot between the altar and the slaughtering rings, 24 Amot for the rings, 4 Amot between the rings and rinsing table, another 4 Amot between the tables and the dwarf pillars, and 8 Amot between the dwarf pillars and the northern wall. Total is 110. As mentioned in note 13, the rinsing tables occupied, that's what we didn't Whoa. mention, for Amot, totaling 114. So they added the rinsing tables, because we didn't mention how long those tables were. Mm-hmm. We just said the table, to the table. And what about the table? They were occupied space. The exactly. Good. So that's another four Amot. So basically the Gemara got to 114. So you sure 21. So this leaves us uh, 21 Amot. So you have ten and a half each now left. So, right, so the Gemara comes along and says, Mishnah states that the remainder is to be allocated to the space between the southern wall and the ramp and the space between the dwarf pillars, yet it does not specify how to make the allocation. I don't know how to, where do I put the 21? So it says, the implication is that ten and a half, amma, half of the 21 were between the southern wall and half was between the dwarf pillars and the... Uh, and that's it. So they put that there. Yeah, but it's fine. They only put yeah, 10 amount over here. Not 10 and a half? Yeah, it's funny. They, they, should, they should have. Their diagram is short half an amount. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't fix anything. It's essential. It's always trying to fix it. <laughs> All right, you didn't fix it. Anyway, so let's go back, Rabotai. Now that we have how the Azara is 187 by 135, and we every amount is accounted for. Now the Gemara completes its argument, Rabotai, V'is al-kadatach, midot, Rabbi Yehudahi, which, that was the whole point. Mizbeach, mashkach atla, be'emsa azara. Right, mizbeach, be'emsa azara, mi mashkach atla? Is it possible that you're going to have the azara in the middle, in the mizbeach, in the middle of the azara? Why? Which means most of the Mizbeah uh, is going to be in the southern southern side. Why is it going to be in the Since the courtyard was 130 wide, half of its measurement, meaning half of 135 is 67 and a half, the distance from the northern wall to the altar, northern wall to the altar was 62 amot. So therefore, thus only five amot of the altar structure stood in the northern half of the courtyard. So it's not in the middle. Basically, it cannot be the biyudah that says it was smack in the middle, blocking the entrance of the hekad that you couldn't see. Odpam, we're saying it's 135 wide, and we did the math, go from the northern wall, you're going to have 67 and a half, I'm 62 and a half. I'm more, 62 and a half because we've got to get to 135. Right. So you have 62, and therefore that'll put the majority of the Mizbeah on the exact on the south side. So therefore it's off, it's off the mark. Very simple. Can we review that? That's it. Yeah, so therefore uh, that, 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 that's uh, exactly. Which 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 means Azagabaru, which means you you actually holds it's in the middle. But if you're going to go according to the Mishnayot in uh, Midot, this is the Mishnah Midot. Eh? Mishnah Midot says it's like this. So the Mishnah Midot cannot be the Biudah. The Biudah definitely said it's in the center. 
but he cannot be the Mishnah Midot because the way the Mishnah Midot gives me the, the configuration. And he'll, he'll learn the height of the of, of the Harabayit is like the Chachamim, and the doorways are like are like Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, so he can see over the right over the wall and or in the wall and over the Mizbeach. Right, it'll be over he, the, the way they did. They're just proving that it can't. Be, it can't be Midot. I, 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 it can't I, be the Tanakh. Right, I, 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 I don't, I'm not, I'm not questioning what it be without. Be definitely said. The Mizbah was sentenced. <laughs> I'm not arguing with that. And he also holds that by Parad Umaha, you got to see the Hechab. And he also holds, like we learned, that it's a 19 and a half uh, uh, incline. But you got to see the Mizbah. You got to see the Hechab. So you got to look over the wall. No problem with that. Uh, that, that, I, that. That doesn't bother me. But I can't say that he's the author of Midot, because Midot just told me the, 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 the north south uh, 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 distance, Amot, of the, of the Azara. It's 135. And the Mizbech is not in the middle. <laughs> it's not in the middle. So they're back to the Bidei Ezeb Yaakov. It's not Mishnah of... So the Gemara says, Ela lav shma'amina, the Bidei Ezeb Yaakov, he shma'amina. Baruch Adonai Amen ve'amen.